This is the Purple Pillage with Neil Roberts and Lee Bakken. The Pillage starts now. And welcome to another edition of the Purple Pillage, brought to you by the Boulder Tap House, your training camp today headquarters in Mankato, Minnesota. Neil, we talked a little bit before the show about some interesting things that have happened early in preseason. We usually see these things happen later in preseason or even into the regular season, but signing of players has been key for the Vikings starting off. Yeah, and normally that stuff's taken care of during the offseason, but it's just kind of how it's worked out where... You know, they did get Griffin done before the Mankato got underway. Xavier Rhodes, of course, signed while we were down there. And now Linval Joseph has signed a long-term deal as well. Uh, Harrison Smith is taken care of. So it's really nice to see the staples of their defense under long-term contracts leave. Let's talk about that defense and this first preseason game against the Bills. Coach Zimmer wasn't impressed. He thought the defense was a little soft. They could have been tighter on on their coverage. And I would have to agree with him. And so what's going to be the step as we move on from here into the regular season as well? Well, it's just, you know, cornerbacks, that's a huge position for the Vikings and something that Coach Zimmer really puts a high value on because it frees up guys and it really uh, helps initiate a lot of the things that he wants to do. Also, speed at linebacker and a couple of guys that did play well, you know, Wilson, undrafted free agent, mm-hmm. led the team with seven tackles. Uh, ben Gideon had six tackles that first game. Elijah Lee only had three, but he was all over the field too. So they have some good speed with some young linebackers that are really vying to come in and grab onto those backup roles and play a big part of special teams. And that's where some of these D-backs and safeties are going to come back into play too. One of the things that we talked about before, and I know it's in the discussion, is Terrence Newman, the older guy on the defensive side, he's going to be kind of shifting back and forth between safety and cornerback, and that's going to be huge. But there's also some interesting things because a lot of these guys aren't locked in, especially these rookies. What's it going to take, Neil, to be locked into position? It's going to take some reps on the field. It's going to be gaining confidence from the coaching staff. And a lot of that stuff happens in practice. And then it has to translate onto the field. And we're seeing some of that. But like you said, a lot of the corners did not do particularly well in that first game where the receivers were getting some separation on them. So we'll see how this stuff plays itself out. But there's definitely, you know, Trey Waynes is stepping it up, Mm -hmm. but then he'll get beat on a play. Mackenzie Alexander, same thing. Terrence Newman's back again. Uh, That's going to help. Xavier Rhodes looks awesome. So those four corners are going to be key. And then who's going to be backing up? Marcus Sherrill's helping out. And then some of the safeties like Anthony Harris, Exum Jr., Zendejo. Now, how is all that stuff going to sift out? So it'll be fun to watch over these next couple of games because that's going to be keys on who's going to be where. Before we switch over to the offensive side of the ball, let's talk about our player of the week brought to you by Forward Communication, helping your business move forward. Stacy Coley, I think, is who we've decided as our player of the week. He did really well in that first game, had some nice catches, few mistakes, but that's what you expect out of a first-year guy on a new team trying to figure out what he's doing in the pros. Yeah, you know, the way it's shaping up, you might have one of the rookies that makes the 53-man roster and maybe trying to sneak another rookie onto the practice squad. Stacy Coley, along with Rodney Adams, are two guys that we're keeping an eye on, a couple draft mm-hmm. picks that were later draft picks. And, yeah, I believe I think we agree that Stacy Coley actually came out of that game showing pretty well. I mean, he showed some separation. He led the team in yards, 67 yards on three receptions. And I thought Coley had a really solid game. Adams looked okay, too, but Coley looked like he really belonged. Player of the Week, Stacy Coley. Thanks again to Forward Communication. You can contact them, 701-720-0007. Let's move on and talk about the offensive side of the ball, the biggest thing being the offensive line. 
was a discussion from last year, and it looks to be like they need to really work on something before continuing on. It'll be nice getting Riley Reef back, and he's back in practice now. We'll wait and see how much he plays over the next game or two here in the preseason. Obviously, they want to have him healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the big target date is Monday night against New Orleans to start the regular season. Mm-hmm. So, although fans would love to see these guys in right now to get some confidence, the coaching staff, I think, has a pretty good idea of what these guys can do. That being said, yeah, they did not look great in the Buffalo game. So... Hopefully that makes a step and gains some confidence across the coaching staff and fans and just within the team. And it's really up in the air on who's going to be where at center, that other guard position. So there's a couple positions there. I think they're really up in the air right now, Leaf, and it's going to be interesting to see what unfolds here over the next couple of games. And that's what's really nice about the preseason, I think. One, it helps coaches decide who they're putting on the practice squad, cutting, and and who's going to make that 53-man. But it also helps the fan, and it helps the guys themselves figure out and get a good look at what they want from the offense and from the defense. Mm-hmm, for sure. And so, like I said, the next games, you know, they play Seattle Friday, then they got the uh, the third and the first preseason game at home. But that game three is really one that we want to keep right. an eye on. That's when the starters are probably going to play three quarters and we'll get a really good look at how this team is going to measure up going into week one. One of the other situations that we're looking at is running backs and wide receivers. And I think uh, Dalvin Cook showed very nicely. Uh, mm-hmm. Bishop Sankey, unfortunately, is hurt and gone now. Yep. And uh, they got a new guy, though. Yeah, they signed another running back. You know, they also have Newby in there, a kid out of Nebraska. So a couple of those backs obviously are going to help tote that ball through the preseason and try to keep the guys who they want on that 53-man roster to stay healthy. And with the injury to Sankey now, I think it really moves C.J. Ham up now mm-hmm. on that depth chart. And you also have McKinnon, and we also have Delvin Cook, and we also have Latavius Murray. And if they keep the backs they kept last year, those would be our four backs. Now, if they decide to shift some things around, it would create some other spots available and or the practice squad. But right now, heading in, I'm guessing those might be the four running backs we're going to see when the final cuts are made. After a first preseason game, the season looking very interesting, Neil, and it's going to be fun to watch the rest of the preseason and move on into the regular season. That's all we've got for this episode of The Purple Pillage. Big thank you to Four Bears Casino and Lodge, located four miles west of Newtown, North Dakota. For Neil Roberts, I'm Leif Bakken, and until next time, pillage on! <laughs>